0: Hey, whoa! Who let that thing in here? Meet the Kennedys at
1: Lasseter's, Pull at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's, Nursery for a stroll. It's time to Neighbours.
0: CJK Kate and Vaya. Let's
1: get the Neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast, and we... Discuss the Australian soap opera Neighbours because it's our constant during this pandemic. I am Vaya. I'm in the Mobile Pirate Net Studios with CJ in the neighbouring vehicle. Hello. CJ, the hot mess mum. Hello. We were going to have an all three Pod Squad in person uh, catch up. Kate was busy this weekend. It's Halloween, so she's got to run around a maze or something. Yeah. And it's also cold. <laughs> so we can't have an outside picnic podcast. So we are rugged up in our cars, but great news. As we've mentioned online, Melbourne has slowly come out of lockdown, tentatively steps toward COVID normal, <laughs> the new normal. And I've been floating on air. I'm just, I've been living on a cloud this week. I mean, that's actually a bit intense because it's like a part-time job organizing my extra catch ups with loved ones. But um hashtag blessed. CJ, you've got a you've got big news in your life.
0: I got a puppy. And my mum got a puppy. Yes. Um and my mum lives next door, so you know, it's a little bit like having two puppies. Mm. And my mum called her puppy Gaz. With no prompting. <laughs> Why does she call it Gaz? I don't know. Not even Gary. Well, she said she tried to get my son to name him. And he just kept telling her to go away and get away from his dog. (laughs) And I went to – the dogs had a sleepover their first night. Beautiful. So I went to grab the dog to put it in my laundry. And she said, he's a gaz. And I'm like, okay. Sure. All right. And then I named my dog Lily. Beautiful. Which is the name she actually came with, but it was a significant name to me, so I stayed with her. But then I remembered that Gary Canning's – daughter's real name is lily vandermeer so i basically have the cannery i just need a sheila maybe i'll get another cat
1: i can hear kate's disapproval yeah through the ether but we will reconvene all three of us it's gonna be a great day there's the 82 guys that really is the 82 (laughs) ding ding we're in a car park. Have we said that we were in the, one of my favorite pods recently? Was when CJ and I were in my suburb in a car park. We we're back again in in our new COVID normal habitat.
0: Yeah, we're actually in Kate's suburb. Yes, yeah.
1: we had to get burgers. Obviously, it was now that we're illegally can. We are. I don't even know what this car park is for.
0: Maybe it's for the employees during the week okay. of all these stores.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so the fuzz might come and break us up like they did last time.
0: Yeah, look, I don't think it's any problem. I've actually enjoyed our outdoor podcasting sounds. Mm. Yeah, it's
1: it's ambiance. It's a taste. People can't travel at the moment, so yeah, you can enjoy a soundscape. If you want
0: to know what Melbourne sounds like mm. and what a tram sounds like, we're bringing that to you. <laughs> we okay,
1: Neighbours Council business, sweetie. It's just business. No new patrons. That's fine. Uh, I'm I'm all right with that.
0: No, wait. There was one.
1: There was a very special. On a very special neighbours, there was a very special patron. And a very special Patreon. Catherine Jones. CJ, <laughs> you big dork. <laughs> CJ wanted to hear something that I had posted on Patreon. And rather than ask me for the login, mm. she just signed up. Thank you for your patronage, Dr. Carl Level, CJ. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I did um and ah uh
0: on whether to go up a level. And then I said no, no, yeah. CJ. Anyway, I paid for our burgers, so it's come out
1: in the wash. Did, but, but um burgers are a lot more expensive than Dr. Carl level. But it's nice to see CJ's name on the board there. Thank you for your patronage. <laughs> and I think now we have an even number, which I like. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody mess with that. And this week we have to pick a bonus clip to save for Patreon. One of the storylines from Neighbours. Oh. I think maybe we should should we talk about the Scarborough resolution for Patreon? Yeah. Because it wasn't a big, it wasn't a huge part of the week. It was just a start. So, the boring storyline I felt is bloody dullard Audrey, but I don't want to just do boring stuff on Patreon. I still want to do bit of sizzle.
0: Yeah. And look, we talked about Scarborough a lot on the main pod. Yeah. So, switch it up.
1: And I actually think, look, we tried double citizen, double citizen last week. And I actually prefer when we just have to, we force ourselves to pick one or the other.
0: Yeah. And look, to be honest, guys, sometimes when we really feel it, we do one.
1: Yeah, we do. You're right. CJ, when you look shiftily at a car, I get scared, so can you control your face? It's the same
0: car as um,
1: Kate's husband, so it might have been him. (laughs) Because I am a wuss. Now, bit of business in the council, because there's a lot of chatter at the moment about fierce, fake Mm -hmm. pierce. Great name, Kate. And really enjoying the threads online this week. A, a particularly a thread you were getting involved in a bit, CJ, mm. about how we all feel about PS1 versus Fierce. How do you feel, CJ?
0: So last week Kate said she wasn't attracted to Tim Robards, but she is attract, attracted to Fierce. Mm. Um, I'm attracted to both men. I'll put that out there. Yeah.
1: I'm not kicking either one out of bed.
0: Don Don is a seasoned, seasoned actor mm. and – I think he is immediately bringing a level which we haven't seen. And immediately my distaste for Pierce has leveled up to a disgust for Fierce. Yeah, because he...
1: Pierce 1 was like a Labrador running around pissing all over his marriage and not realising it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Much like the situation at my house with toilet training a puppy. That's what Pierce was like. Yeah.
1: But Fierce... He's an a-hole. In that thread, there were some assumptions that Fierce is quite calculating in all of he- these decisions. And it's really sinister.
0: And he, um, what I said is I'm able to just slide into thinking that he's actually doing harm to people and he doesn't give a crap about mm. it, you know? Yeah. And whereas, you know, Pierce was just like, oh, whoops, I fell into Dippy's hoo-hoo <laughs> and her <a> boo-boos. <laughs> um. I mean, to be honest, her boobies are around a bit. Yeah. Anyone could fall into them. Her, like, the wardrobe department, her
1: addressing her to a standard at the moment. They've been waiting for years to put her in some of these beautiful outfits.
0: Yeah, she is like I don't know whose wardrobe she's sharing. Yeah, it's probably a character that's not around because of you know COVID safe, but um, <laughs> Roxy maybe. But the scene, and we'll talk about it later. The scene this week when Chloe asks Piers to. Um, have brunch or coffee or something, and he just says, "Can we not?" Oh yeah, it just made my skin crawl. And if if Tim Robards, bless his soul, if he'd
1: said that, I would have gone, "Oh, you're a shit," or are you are like, he doesn't want to think about. Oh yeah, where brunch fits into a day? Oh, he That's can't hard. have toast. <laughs> is, is that at eleven a.m. or ten a.m. or is that still breakfast at ten no, a.m.? He
0: fasts. He doesn't even <laughs> do at fasting. That's if, if Tim Robards had said it, that's what I would have thought. Chloe, he's fasting. He's on sixteen eight. But Don, I was like, you are a shitbag. Mm.
1: And Sally made the point in the thread on the Neighbours Council, I can't believe what a difference the new Pierce has made to this storyline. Suddenly he feels really believable as a mega wealthy businessman and antagonist for Paul. And you made the observation that you just can't picture Pierce like going to meetings. No. Whereas fierce wood
0: like you know how they've always got their um dual apple laptops in meetings mm. um which is weird because they're kind of like co-working around a coffee table together yeah um i imagine he's just got you know facebook or twitter open <laughs> oh instagram what am i thinking he doesn't have things
1: with words Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's a great time sidling out of business so you're doing business with you And we're going to do a shallow paddle across the week where we're right in this. So let's stick with Castle Grace on because we're not going to talk about the Scarborough resolution because it's resolved on Patreon. This week kicks off with one of the most dubious manoeuvres I've seen in recent times. And that is Pierce giving Dippy, his other woman, the diamond necklace that he purchased for his wife. And then Dippy tried on, and they did the deed in it. They tried it on. Tried it on with it on. And he's like, you know what? Just have it. I
0: mean, if Kate was here, she'd call it the jizz necklace. (laughs) Uh, Just buy a different piece of jewellery. Later in the week, which we'll get to, obviously, Mm. it's called a Stephanie's necklace. Yeah, that's mine. I picked it up at the markets last time I was there you got a Stephanie's necklace at the market. It's not real. That's that's a knockoff. <laughs> as, if, as if I could book out thousands for a genuine Stephanie's. Pretty sweet for a knockoff.
1: Breakfast at Stephanie's. <laughs> Brunch at Stephanie's. Yeah. That's what After we're trying some <laughs> intermittent fasting. <laughs> um, so we are assuming it's a Tiffany's necklace. Mm, which Dippy was like, well, you know, I, can't, I would not normally afford a Tiffany's necklace. No,
0: because that necklace from Tiffany's would be like eighty
1: dollars to $120,000. Wow. Um, my sister used to work for a high-end jeweller and um, I'd be like, oh, how was work today? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, good. I thought I sold a $40,000 bag. I'm like, okay. Wow. And that was it. Like, <laughs> you made one sale for the day. Yeah. And she used to work for um, Stephanie's, actually. Oh. And often she would get uh, clients that would come in and choose um, an accessory for their wife and an accessory for their mistress. And the mistress always got the better gift. Oh, <gasps>
0: Well, Fierce doesn't have to do that. He just buys one and shares it around. Yes, that's it. That's how he's a billionaire.
1: Wow. Maybe he's struggling because he, well, I mean, he was, okay. I have, I have so many questions about his dealings. What do you
0: guys say in the greenie world? Reuse, repurpose, re what? Don't play dumb. <laughs> Aren't you a greenie as well? I mean, I'm for the planet. <laughs> Pro planet.
1: Reduce, reuse, recycle. Actually, there's about five R's now. It feels like Fierce is doing all those things. It is very environmentally friendly. That's the one point we can put in his column. Yeah. But they might be blood diamonds. Speaking of his column, he, they, for some reason, Dippy and Pierce. Oh, Dippy's stressed because Yashfi has been caught up in this scarlet shenanigans, a.k.a. Yashfi went to work.
0: Remember when Dippy went to the school when there was the heist? And it was really inappropriate for her to go to her daughter's workplace. I think, as you're saying, Yashvi went to work and she works in a risky field. Yeah.
1: High pressure. She, so, Dippy wants to unleash some, let off some steam with P.S. And they decide to do this in the Lasseter's office? Yeah. And if Kate was here, she'd call it the gist couch. I don't
0: know. Kate. <laughs> I'm scared about (laughs) ascribing too much. (laughs) It's just because I would never say it, but I would say Kate says this and then say in the office, in the Lassiter's office, which Paul mentions is a shared office. Yeah, and it's not only a shared office, but that particular couch, not that couch, but that position (laughs) has been used before. Yeah,
1: yeah. By who? To rage. And Gary? No. And Paul. Because there was a jizz couch to and Paul during their affair. Yeah. Because they were born of an affair. They were.
0: They made it work. Yeah. They went to an Italian restaurant that Paul's been dying to try.
1: A little one. Yeah. A little hole in the wall. Yeah. They're probably COVID safe. Probably. Because you can only have, um, yeah, 20 diners in at the moment. Yeah. A little restaurant. That's all they've got. Paul's probably going to buy that restaurant. <laughs> Georgie in the council made my favourite comment about this couch scene. The more I watch the recap of Paul watching through the window, the more I'm realising. Did Sharon have to mount. Did Sharon have to mount a pile of cushions with a shirt and trousers laid over it to simulate Pierce? (laughs) Can you imagine how hard pillows
0: would have to be to be like
1: Pierce? They'd be like bricks. (laughs) It'd <laughs> have to be um yeah outdoor couch yeah. cushions. You
0: know who it would have been? It might have been that um that dummy, that CPR dummy. <laughs> yes. What was her name?
1: I've forgotten. Yeah, I don't call, remember it call, either. Quarles yeah, But no, I uh, they must have just scheduled in Mr. Johal for an extra like while he was on set.
0: I dare you what she's definitely got a swing in her um mounting.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, she's a country girl. We know. Oh, is she? Oh, we've got Dippy. Yeah. Is, yeah.
0: And last week, one of you mentioned that Dippy has got to be with Shane fierce and Pierce now cushions yeah
1: four yeah her husband and Gary Shane Pierce fierce a pile of cushions and Gary Yeah. wow we always wanted Dippy to have something to do well we've got it and look we had the blinds the vertical blinds that Paul was peering through like I I was all for this like the titillation of this affair but now there are Couple of dead shits that because they don't know what they're doing, they got sloppy. Don't do the deed in a place with blinds and don't leave your jewelry, your sex jewelry lying around.
0: Number one, fear should have taken that jewelry back. I'm sure they take returns, even if they've had mm. sex on them.
1: And I'm sure that market Dippy was talking about would happily take I'll them. Imagine <laughs> what they do with the Stephanie's. <laughs> so we'll, we'll jump ahead, but later in the week, this box re- resurfaces. Like, Dippy shoves it in her handbag.
0: Yeah, so he gives – Fierce gives Dippy the necklace basically without her consent. Yeah. He shoves it in her bag and she's under the duress because Paul comes in and they've got to be like, we're talking about the rent again. Get out, Fierce, get out of the kitchen.
1: I can't stand the heat.
0: Get out of her kitchen. Yeah. How weird was it when Chloe came into the cafe at one point <gasps> in the weekend and she's like, actually,
1: I've got your husband back here. <laughs> Just giving him a handy. I thought I thought that that couch mounting was going to be a different configuration of bodies. Like, I thought she was heading south. Right. Like, And I thought, surely not. Surely Could you? Bum Island hasn't opened the door to, to, to downstairs I mean, on, on Neighbours. Uh,
0: my mind didn't go there, but I want to read what.
1: <laughs> now, I'm a little disappointed that it was Paul that has now been the first to discover this affair.
0: Okay. What do you think happened at my house? you were
1: related. I was cheering. <laughs> I wanted Nicolette to bust them because no. and I just think I don't like it when Paul holds all the cards. It's boring to me.
0: Paul I don't know. I'd
1: rather watch Audrey do a spreadsheet.
0: Yeah. Um I don't think Nicolette could have done it because my concern is that she would have her motives would have, would have looked off. What the only thing I don't look like about Paul holding the cards is I, I do feel this is his opportunity—a little bit more human, and I think he should do what he did to Pierce. But then I think he should immediately tell Chloe. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because what I feel—I was cheering that he did it because I want him to tell Chloe because I want Chloe to know.
1: It's quite cruel that he's stringing Chloe along, but he's always been an asshole to Chloe. He
0: has. You're right.
1: So now Paul has Pierce where he wants him mm. because he's now like well. I'm gonna expose your affair if you don't give sell me your share of the hotel. Now I thought the reason people have shares in hotels is because they can't afford to own it all at once themselves. Like I didn't think Paul could just own every all or every part of Lasseter's, him and Therese.
0: I could imagine he'd have to call Lucy. Yeah. To make this happen. Um, I feel like Lucy can afford hotels, but Paul can't. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right, but also like why didn't he just get him to say, I'm gonna be a silent partner and go? Why didn't Paul say, look, you can still own it, but I need you to F off?
1: Yeah. I'm making all decisions. Yeah. And then that's better for Paul because then he, he's he got a bargain at the same time. And he can play with him like a puppet master. Yeah. He'd love that for a long time. And this was just all icky conversations. And then Fierce doesn't go and just tell Dippy, oh, guess what? Our secret's out. So start dealing with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Paul, I, I didn't actually enjoy Paul playing with Dippy.
1: Oh, that was that was really cruel. Yeah. See,
0: trio of dips. Why do dips always come in threes?
1: Don't know. Is that what you're ordering?
0: I usually find that two is enough for me. Well, if you want two dips, I'll give you two dips. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Which one do you choose? I mean, do you go for the the rustic and rough nut baba ganoush or do you go
1: for the refined and rich tiramassalata? I thought
0: you wanted them both. I don't think Dippy or Fierce are behaving correctly. I'm not pro either of them. No. But I don't think Paul should be... I don't think Paul should be tormenting her.
1: Yeah, because he's, he's had an affair, like, every month for the whole, his whole life. Like, what? who is he judging and why?
0: Yeah, I agree. But he does bring up at one point, no, Pierce, you can't tell me I'm wrong. You're the one cheating on your wife. Uh
1: I'll give it to Fierce. He does actually come up with a pretty believable excuse as to why he wants to immediately sell the hotel. He's like, "Oh, they're they're ditching my wine from the menu." Yeah, and like I
0: hate them, and I don't want to have a toxic work workplace. It sounds
1: reasonable, and I'm a billionaire, so if I don't like my job, then I'll get a different one. But Chloe's not for it because she's worked her way up, despite all of them bullying her. She's in a, now in a pretty good position. She's been the manager. Now she's the executive, whatever. EA, I don't know. Right hand woman, associate manager. And she's like, well, can I still work here? I kind of like it. I'm making a murder mystery party in a year of poor taste.
0: (laughs) I love, Paul says when she um, suggests making this party,
1: you can't pull this together in a day. And she's like, "Why? we've done everything else in a day. Yeah, we did like five weddings in four days. Like, What are you talking about? People have forgotten the first half of the year. Like, Chloe was on Murder Island earlier in the year. And she's like, let's celebrate murder.
0: Yeah, that's a bit triggering.
1: It's murder's time to shine. And the hotelier's stepson, slash housemate. He's on charge or like he's about to be let off to tar- charges, yeah. isn't he? So maybe not this. So then Paul has this conversation with Dippy later in the week about dips, which would have been hilarious if I wasn't mortified. And for her where he was choosing between the babaganoush and the taramasalata which was my toadfish, was my Rebecca name. <laughs> it,
0: it is, and it's like I. It's also one of my favourite dips.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's delicious because um, it's pink. Yeah, and salty. So then, not only were they slop- were Pippi sloppy in the Lassiter's office when they did the deed, but they were leaving the debris lying around. So, um, Dippy is forced to take this necklace home, and she doesn't go take it to the market and sell it. She leaves it lying around and weirdly ADR dubbed Nelly Fish from the next room was calling out to Toadie and he went to investigate and came back with the necklace. It's like, hello, 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 what's this? Now, this scene reminded me
0: very much of one of my favourite movies, Bad Neighbours. Oh, I haven't seen it. Bad Neighbours 2, I think it was, for this scene. So um, the house is um, getting, you know, looked through for someone to buy it. And the baby walks out with a huge vibrator. Oh yes, classic. And says, "What's this?" Or whatever. When I heard the Nelly, the little Nelly oh. voice go, "Can I wear what Dippy's wearing?" Oh, or something. No. I wanted to be like, "Is that one of her incredibly plunging tops?" <laughs> you know, like the button she undid when she was offering herself up. Yeah, it was. It wasn't like she didn't do like a strip. It was kind of like um, like a burlesque. Mm. Very sensual,
1: yeah. puffy and Toad, Stay out of. Your housemates smalls. I don't you don't need to be asking her about her jewellery. Yeah. So she doesn't have an excuse ready. She said it's a knockoff. It's a cheap knockoff. It's diamond-esque. Yeah. <laughs> I love I was addicted to the shopping channel when I was at uni and I watched a lot of Diamond-esque ads in the middle <laughs> of the night. <laughs> um and the cringe factor is that she's heading off to this murder mystery party. And Shane wants it to wear the jewelry, the necklace, Stephanie's necklace, and he wants it to her to keep it in the jewelry box he made. Mm. Uh, uh.
0: Mm. And you know what is weird? They're not really thinking about ending the affair. No, he, Pierce, Pierce wants to talk about us. We're going to talk about us. Yeah, because he says I'm so successful. <laughs> I'm so successful that I plan everything. So I'd like to really get out a spreadsheet about this affair.
1: He needs a pipeline. Poor Dippy. And the fact that he didn't tell her and she's like, Oh my god, I think Paul I think Paul suspects something. Yeah, catch up, hun. Oh, uh. Um, also was mentioned in the thread, maybe by Sally, I can't
0: remember, but just how weird it was when Paul went back to his house to think about what he saw. Oh yeah. <laughs> I rewatched that again tonight and I thought And Therese walks out and says, we're going to the Italian restaurant. I thought, nah, nah, you're going upstairs
1: because he wants to reenact some things. (laughs) So there's more next week. Everyone's in fancy dress. Like there's Morticia and Gomez, uh, Paul and Therese in the Halloween. Chloe's an angel. Of course. Oh, and she's like, you know, bordering
0: on a Victoria's Secret angel. Yeah. Like with how amazing she is. And she comes in to Pierce's room and says, have you got any sins to confess?
1: Oh, no. And he's like, sorry, what? Have you spoken to Paul? Also, why is fear still living in a suite when he's sold his share?
0: It's just where he's found he can really unpack his feelings. (laughs) She asks him to move back and he was like, nah. Like every time she tries to work on the relationship, he just sort of gaslights her with his response. And it feels even worse than the affair he's having.
1: Everything just makes me feel uncomfortable. And this whole week, I've been a bit agitated because I'm still trying to get on top of the whole work life balance, trying to have it all, not having it all. And then Melbourne opened up, and so I was feeling excited, but then stressed to trying to fit everyone in, and then trying to fit my work in. And my son wouldn't sleep during the day. And then and there's a helicopter or f- plane flying over us now. Well, I don't know where it is. We'll give it a minute. So I was, so, anyway, I was very agitated all week. And so I was really agitated watching these episodes. Because they were like high, tense, awkward, orcs awesome, and foursome scenes, and uh, I couldn't. And then what we're about to talk about made me tense as well. And that is the year 12 exam stuff. Oh. Because I get stressed about that. I'm still stressed about my year 12 exams, and they were two decades ago. Uh-huh. Um, like, uh, I just put a lot, there was a lot writing on that. You were Harlow. Yeah. But I, oh, I had my. Th- Personal affairs in order. Like, okay, your mum exploded. I mean, when you have a parent that exploded earlier in the year, yeah, put your special consideration form in. Don't even think twice about it. So I definitely had a special consideration
0: because I had a panic disorder. Um, oh, I have, I have. It doesn't go away. It's like alcoholism. Yeah, but um, I've still got to go down to the the everything's anonymous mm. and talk about it. Um, but my husband also got it. Mm. So my husband had childhood cancer and he got blood tests all the time. Mm. And he had a blood test, you know, throughout the year. And they said, you've got scarlet fever. And he was like,
1: what? I didn't know that. Yeah. And so they gave him special consideration because it makes you tired. Wow. I got it as well for some stuff that was going on. And um, it's essentially like ticking a box on a form. Yeah. Back, back when we did it 40,000 years ago. Yeah. I mean, this year in Melbourne, special consideration actually means something. Ooh, every, like everyone. Yeah.
0: They're basically like, look, you didn't go to school all year. Um, <laughs> Let me go into my bag, find a result for you.
1: Here you go. Yeah. And look, when we went to school, the exam that the um, kids did a few weeks ago, the GAT is the general assessment test. And back then they would look at your general knowledge On that test, and if it didn't line up with your um, subject results, then they would apply special consideration. That's interesting. I'm pretty sure if you did well on the GAT for English and your English marks were down, then they would they would special consideration would kick in.
0: Yeah, and so I feel it's another dark day for Erinsborough High. Oh, all over the shop because when her mother exploded, someone should have said, "Look, you're in year twelve.
1: Let's get these forms in." And Year 12 in Victoria, the assessments aren't all loaded up to the end of the year. Mm. Because students were getting so stressed, they spread it out into smaller assessment tasks throughout the year. Again, I don't know what's up these days, but I'm pretty sure that she would have had assessment tasks in the first half of the year. Yeah. Close to when her mother exploded. Yeah. Mm. And once it's in, it's in. And I was liaising with a, a teacher friend of mine and... There isn't a cutoff. Like if the English exam is on Monday and you get into a car accident on Tuesday, they're not going to go too bad. Exams have started. Can't put in special consideration. You can. (laughs) And they just kept bringing up New York. Which, fair point. But like her going to New York doesn't negate the fact that she had a tragic circumstance. And she got, not only did her parent die, she was imprisoned. She was trapped trap oh, down was to... old Watson mine.
0: Oh, and she went to prison for the pills. And she, Yeah, and she got bitten by a snake. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I love when Therese was saying because she said, and
1: your shitty cousin, <laughs> and Ned, and Ned's up for murder charges. Do you not even need to add Ned to this laundry list? I felt like Harlow looked at her and went, I don't care about Ned. Sorry, Therese. Like my life was dramatic enough, thank you. And my father's also currently still in prison and that's always stressful to me. Also, Gary was
0: her stepdad for five minutes and he got killed. Yeah, yep.
1: Let's step out the way – all the ways. That's one of the ways. It's a dark day. So Harlow stressed about the English exam and the biology exam, whatever, and she goes to Jane. Firstly, dark day for Erinsborough High. The principal has effed off to Switzerland in the week of Year 12 exams. Your students need your Susan.
0: Like, she has literally heard Ali on the phone worried about whether she should start Solids or not. (laughs) And gone to Switzerland. And possibly maybe five months late for Solids. But anyway.
1: Now, we know that Susan is not keen on her job. Like, she's foisted it onto Jane a hundred times before. So, Jane's like acting principal, I guess. So, it's now on Jane. Uh, To refuse Harlow special consideration. I mean, you don't just go to a teacher and ask for it, like you're asking for, like, the toilet pass. No, I went to the school psychologist. You don't just ask verbally in the hallway and someone says no.
0: My husband was unwell for an exam. This is a university exam. But he went to the doctor, like, after the exam. This is pre-COVID times, obviously. And said... I think I'm unwell. Mm. And they took his temperature and said, yeah, you've got a fever. And he got special consideration because he was actually
1: unwell in the exam. And it's not – they don't wave a wand. No. Special consideration, they consider it.
0: (laughs) They take into account the other work
1: you've submitted in the year and
0: make sure that it's on standard, like you're saying with the GAT.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant to say as well. It's not just the GAT. It's all your results against each other. And I know it's a TV show. I know it's a soap. But – like, come on, guys! Come on! We're already suspending disbelief with you know COVID happening on the periphery outside the dome of Erinsborough, but in the hospital. Yeah, don't stress me out. And the orderlies have to wear masks, but not the nurses. I'm confused. Yeah, they're like, um, you know, conspiracy theorist nurse- nurses and <laughs> Nicolette's an anti-masker. <laughs> uh, my uh, my teacher friend also refuted the idea that uh, exams would just be delivered in broad daylight near where students could see, um, she said security would bring those exams, actual security guards.
0: And the people that take the exam, it's not just Marty Muggleton. <laughs> there's people that do this for a job. Like we know yeah. some people that do this. And yeah. it's it's a job because they, they make sure that there's no people stealing things. It's like electoral ballots.
1: You don't just go and knock on the door door to the council no. um there's some youths in the car park now oh i'm, scared. I'm really I'm scared. i mean
0: there's nothing wrong with them they're just stupid and young oh okay all right i'll tell them off i'm happy to tell young men off
1: oh that's the opposite of what i'm happy to do
0: yeah i just mum them they've just got their beer and they're going back home to
1: okay Neck it all right okay
0: so most of them wearing masks hey guys we're recording move quicker <laughs>
1: We're recording. <laughs> I'm so scared right now. All right. CJ's mum's voice is scary. Those youths are scary.
0: <sighs> if I'd never had a boy, I wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> I can only be a mother. That's the only way I can tell people.
1: <laughs> now, Hendrix has a solution for Harlow's high stress because plain Jane super Brain is not coming to the party. And Hendrix is spending a lot of time at Susan's, let's not forget. He sees... The boxes of exams turn up like it's copy paper arriving for the photocopier. And he sees the key that Jane leaves out on the bench and he puts a few things together there. And he somehow knows this key is the key? Yeah.
0: I guess there's just one key for the school.
1: And it's just off the main hallway.
0: With a glass door.
1: Like, like Divvy putting the necklace in her drawer. They just leave the exams in the principal's office off the main hall. Put them at least under some undies in the back of the cupboard. Like, put 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 them in a pair of old boots in the back of the cupboard. I'm mixing my scenes. What was that noise? No, no it's, not, it's not guns. It sounded like guns again.
0: <laughs> I just
1: got back there and said, some lady told us off. We'll make noises. Okay. um, That's a dog. The exams make me very stressed. <laughs> and so talking about them in a car park is really stressful. Yes. I'm more stressed about this than I am about the Pippi Affair unravelling. But you can't mess around with these people's futures. Poor Harlow. I'm outraged at what happened next. Hendrix broke into the office, took photos of the English exam. And he could have taken photos of the French and maths exams too, apparently. But he didn't. No. Don't know which maths exam. Was it general? Was it further? Was it methods?
0: It's early on in the period, right? Specialist. Well, it's going to be further or methods. Okay, It won't be specialist because that'll be later on.
1: Less yeah. people do it. Anyway, the maths and the French. And he took a photo of the English exam and he texted it to Harlow. He's like, don't worry about it. Now, you can't give someone the English questions the night before and have that mean that they will do well. Because that means you would have had to have read three novels. Like, if someone had given me the essay question for Charles Dickens' Great Expectations and I didn't know that novel already, the essay question ahead of time is not going to save me anything. And if, if, if they'd given me the page of, like, language analysis... That I would have to learn, again, I can't prepare for that because it's it's critique. Well, I agree on the language analysis mainly
0: because I think I know what that means. But with the essay questions, I disagree because if you were if you were a naughty enough girl, you'd know that if you Googled it, there would likely be a whole lot of essays online with all those points. Oh no, really? Yeah. Oh. There's smart kids like you that sell their essays.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hendrix doing all those practice exams. (laughs) Um, I was really hoping Hendrix had accidentally photographed a practice exam. I was really hoping for that resolution. That would have made the whole thing joyful for me. But he didn't. He he photographed the real exam. He texted it to Harlow. Teraj said, you're stressed. Turn your phone off. Let's do some mindfulness.
0: Which is amazing. I can't imagine Harlow accepting it. She would have been like, yeah, I'll go up to my bedroom and do mindfulness. I'll just also take all of my uni notes. I mean, my school notes.
1: And I'll text my boyfriend. Love you. Good night. Good luck tomorrow. Why isn't he studying for English? Is it English or is it biology? It's English, isn't it? No, I think it was like bio something.
0: Because it was all about getting into this environmental course she wants to do. Oh, I'm so
1: confused. Because she's going to go to
0: Trump University for environment. Oh, I'm so confused. Okay. So...
1: And also, if it was English, Hendricks would have had to be there. That's what I mean. Okay, well then, I just wanted to talk about Dickens for no reason then. Well done, <laughs> But, But
0: they were essays. They were So, she mentions their long questions. They were yet. essay questions, yeah.
1: Mackenzie and Richie try to make sense of what Hendricks has done. And did here. you
0: love Richie's um, – Richie, in front of Mackenzie, is like, I am a very good boy. What you are doing is wrong. Then later <laughs> on, he's like, did you get other exams? Can I have them? Yes. <laughs>
1: And I will not keep supplying drugs to people's dads. No,
0: I don't do that anymore.
1: Then they realise, well, we have to go get Harlow's phone off of her and delete the photos of, because she could get in serious trouble for cheating. And this is where I was breaking out into hives.
0: So I was thinking in this scene, so they have a squabble and we know that the phone flings. Yeah.
1: but why? <laughs> it really
0: does. It really does. Um, and why doesn't Hendrix just say... I mean, obviously, the reason why is because it's a television show. Yeah. But why doesn't he say, "I need to talk to you"? Under no circumstances can we talk here. I need to talk to you off. Like, we need to leave right now. Yeah. Instead of being weird, trying to take her phone so that she can pee. Like, what's wrong with this girl's bladder? By the way, she's not had a baby. Um. He's like, you haven't, you haven't peed for two hours. I mean, nervous pee. It's exam
1: season. Still, it weird. It feels weird for your boyfriend to comment on it. <laughs> The phone skates across to Jane and she picks it up. She sees that there was some cheating going on. And Harlow's distraught, Paul flips his lid at Hendo. Mm, we'll drop that in. You are not good enough for her. You never have been. In your opinion, Paul. Oh, really? You want me to run through some of the things that you've done to make her life miserable, eh? Like the time you took your father's car and ploughed into her. Okay, hey, oh, what about the time you stowed her away to the island where she was bitten by a snake and almost died? that th- wasn't... What, your fault? No, 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 it never is, is it? No, because you're just some spoiled rich kid It's always got daddy to bail him out. Holy moly. Ned calls it a spray. Like, oh, you know, we've all been there receiving end of a spray from Paul. I'm like, that was more than a spray.
0: Yeah. And also, Paul, Paul is no longer Ned's daddy. Yeah. Because Ned tries to say something and Paul's like, oh, you're
1: just as bad. One of my f- highlights was Ned taking Hendricks aside and saying, okay, I'm not going to cut through you like Paul just did. However, you don't respect your girlfriend because she plays by the rules and you try to make her cheat. Like, pull your head in. I've tried to, you know, do the wrong thing by my girlfriend and I'm bad <laughs> now. So don't be like me.
0: Yeah, and I agree. she's a cop, but she doesn't really play by the rules.
1: Now, the reason she became a cop because she teetered on the edge of good and bad.
0: Yeah. I love how Ned's saying this because he's so... Weathered with knowledge, you know, three days fresh of his murder charges being dropped. He's like, I know it all. He's been through some stuff.
1: I do like when Ned has a scene with the schoolies, when he's tooling Ned, because he relates well to those children. Yeah. Um, Poor Hendo. Every- do you feel that he was pushed into a bit by the way that
0: Jane reacted? He did the wrong thing by stealing those exams, but I think he felt
1: helpless. Oh, I rate, I rank Jane's actions as much more reprehensible than Hendrix's. He's Mm. a kid, he doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, he's an adult. They're all adults now. They're all 18. But barely. He came from a place of empathy and he was seeing his girlfriend in pain and the school was letting her down. And he acted recklessly, but it was with well-meaning intentions. But he was a doofus.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's stupid. I think that you can like go to prison
1: for doing stuff like, like I think year 12 exams are like... It's serious business. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I'm so stressed thinking about it. I think it's all going to be okay. Because Harlow then sees in the picture that he didn't send her the question that she answered or something. It was some weird logic.
0: Yeah. Which I thought was weird because as your teacher friend would have pointed out, Jane's not marking it. She hasn't seen it. No. So she hasn't gone and picked it up and seen what Harlow said. So Harlow could really say anything. And she's a smart girl.
1: She could make up this story and Jane would go, oh, yeah, cool, which she does. But she exonerates Harlow. And I want to talk a bit as well about Jane's daughter, Nicolette, Hmm. because they're sort of starting to patch things up. It was Nicolette's birthday. Uh, She celebrated by wearing lingerie with a sheer shirt over the top. Yep. And uh, eating a giant bag of lollies. Why not? I mean – if you look like that in a see-through top, why not? Yeah. And her friend's harshing her mellow. Her, her dull friend Audrey just wants to come clean about them stealing lottery money. She's so annoying. She's so boring. What she reminds me of, so
0: she is constantly on the watch for what Nicolette on the watch. Yeah. For what Nicolette spends money on. One of them's a watch. Um, anything that Nicolette spends money on, she is right there to have a go at it. And
1: anything Nicolette says, Audrey's like, why aren't we talking about you paying back the money? She's like, because I'm trying to have a, like, have a coffee right now. And that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, Nicolette is a nurse in COVID times. Just let her
1: buy a nice watch. <sighs> she, yeah. She's a frontline worker. Both of you. So, you, Audrey, focus on your patients. Yeah. Uh, and then... Nicolette is fed up and just goes. I'm not paying you back the money. I'm not paying this family back. I don't care. I'm living my best life. She said, "I lied." Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do about
0: it? And she also, um, my fa- one of my favorite lines of the week was when Audrey says, "How do you? How's your payment plan going?" or something like that. Oh. And Nicolette says, "I'm
1: feeling really good about it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk to me when you've got something more interesting. Audrey?
0: I I think because David and Aaron keep trying to friend
1: set up these people because they think they're
0: friends. Yeah. Like, oh, look, who's here? She's brought you a cupcake. Come with more than one cupcake. Give me a six-pack. I guess that means that, like, no one else is eating them but Nicolette, which is a weird concept because when it's your birthday, everyone should have the cake with you. Yes. Which is what David and Aaron give her for breakfast in the morning. They say cake for breakfast. Yeah. And there's a plate of it. That was nice.
1: Yeah, which is lovely. Mm. And they make amends, Nicolette and Jane, because um, Nicolette brings the Mrs. Mangle portrait over to the Ken Den and makes Jane talk to it. She replaces that um, awkward Kennedy kid photo (laughs) in painting. And Nick tells her that you know she great Nan wanted you to have a holiday in Aaronsborough when that's when she died, and you know she didn't have any feelings of ill will towards you, so let's get over it.
0: Now, I mean, we don't have Kate here to give us the history, but I look, I don't have any relationship with Mrs. Mangle.
1: Only in gifts, that's the only way I relate to her
0: i mean i've I've seen her on neighbours. It's not like I never saw her, but I never saw her. I don't understand why. Somebody so worried about how their great grandmother cares. Mm. It's very a couple of generations back. So does that mean? So Jane was looking after her grandmother, which, like, I looked after my grandmother. I can, I can respect. Mm. But also, why did Nicolette have to travel to another country and register to be a nurse just to, like, confront her great grandmother?
1: I don't know. I'm,
0: I don't know. Where's
1: their mother? Jane's mum is she a bigot too? <laughs> All questions we can answer with Kate. Now, we have to do citizen and citizen. please, CJ. I am bursting to give my citizen mm. Bursting. Plain Jane, super brain. How dare you deny a, chi- a child whose mother exploded special consideration. I'm not even giving it to Susan because, you know what, she's given up on that school. She's given up on that school ages ago. I do not expect her to put her Swiss... Alp trip on hold. No, why would you? Ellie needs you, and you know it's not like you care where Libby is. So just get over there.
0: Where is Libby? Hong Kong. Don't know. I don't know. But that
1: child was desperate, and you turned her away. Yeah, I actually
0: super love the scene because she said, "I just want to let you know I'm struggling," and uh, Jane went, oh that's normal." I'm like yeah, so fix it. <laughs> and like they, were, the kids were both standing there, like my her mum exploded. You know that, yeah. Yeah. Jane was too busy worrying about her wedding to Des. That's right.
1: Yeah, you know that that promotion you took part in. Well, my mum did too, except she didn't get her free wedding, did she? No, nah, or the free holiday. No, she tried. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, CJ, do you have one? I'm gonna go.
0: Look. Our Neighbours Council asked us to do a citizen citizen, mm. And I'm going to go ahead and do a shit-sit <laughs> and give it to Paul Robinson. Oh, great. For being my favourite vehicle of an affair having to eventually end. Yes. By peering through a window and being like, I saw ya, I know.
1: And I'm going to get off on it a little bit. <laughs> exactly.
0: Also, citizen for not just telling Chloe. Yeah. I think you should have got that paperwork from selling the hotel and then just said great and then put that in at Toddy's office and just fingers crossed Toddy submits it and then just ring up Chloe and say by the way your husband's cheating on you you should yeah
1: got to drop a bomb yeah. like that day that Ned sauntered off like quit his job and then sauntered off into the sunset like Paul should have done the same yeah. like sign the paperwork all right i'm blowing this up now mm. but it's blowing up next week i guess i imagine
0: someone else walks in on them i know there's a there's a bit long ad
1: yeah, and I, I keep seeing like her covering herself with a sheet.
0: Yeah, very sexy. The whole thing has been very sexy. It's yeah. wonderful.
1: I'm enjoying every moment. Mm. <laughs> the highs, the lows, the stupidity. But I am starting to get nervous for recording in car parks. So really, we've got to try recording all three of us, not in a car park next time.
0: I'm just fingers crossed for a warm weather because actually my favourite 2020 record was the outdoor one that we did. Where? By the creek when you got killed.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, no, we have to do it somewhere where mosquitoes won't get me.
0: Yeah, but I just, I loved that just sitting around outside chatting. Yes, let's do it in
1: Boeing Reserve. Yeah. (laughs) That big green open space where like the cricket pitches and stuff. Yeah, and
0: you can put some spray on. And if we all have our own picnic rugs, we can still, I don't know why we're recording (laughs) this.
1: Listen to neighbours. We'll go through our logistics. We're just taking you through every step of the way. Let's finish then. Kate, tweet with her at Remude on Twitter, CJ. CJ, the hot mess mum on Instagram and TikTok, but I haven't been on
0: TikTok in a couple of months.
1: No, but CJ's hair's looking fabulous. Hairdressers are oh, open. Oh, you
0: please go to my Instagram and look at my hair
1: and my puppy. Hairdresses are open. Puppies are on board. My baby dressed up like a pumpkin for Halloween. <laughs> look at him, baby Dr. Carl, on Instagram at Vays, V-A-Y-S. Daily Baby is my other podcast and We Are Neighbours Council on Facebook and chuck us a review if you like our pod and share it with a friend and we will chat to you next week in this funny old Melbourne town. Wonderful. Stay safe, guys. See ya.